These things, these things are so. Okay, oh, uh, let's get started here. Uh, okay, we're going to actually look at the book of Numbers here and uh, try to get the first five chapters here. But anyway, Genesis, of course, beginning and by the time the fifth chapter we learned last week, there was a flood. Okay. Then from then on, from there in that boat till about the ninth and ninth chapter, they finally get off, and then all of a sudden the descendants of who? Noah. Then it winds up being all the way down to Abraham, and then of course you know the story. Exodus, it's getting out of um, of uh, of Egypt. But anyway, the stories of Moses right there, we're still gonna be looking at Moses, but I want to get all the way back to the the uh, the end of of Exodus just a moment here. Let me just do it this way. We covered all the plagues and stuff, and they got out of there. Now they're at Mount Sinai, the whole group of them. Really, basically, the list would be about as big as numbers would be as, uh, uh, as big as Atlanta. You know, six million. Some people say, well, it's three million. Well, whatever. It's a lot of folks, you know. We'll look at some numbers today, and you'll be able to do your own math. Okay, this is the last chapter, as you'll notice. Notice it clicks from uh, Exodus 40, and that's the very last chapter. But I want you to uh, see, see, see where we're at. Uh, they're still at Mount Sinai, put the tabernacle together. So they put the tabernacle together. This is Exodus 40. Now I'll go to the last verse. This is the last verse of, um, uh, of, um, of Exodus. Uh, let's see. Let me back up just a little bit. Uh, catch that last verse. Yeah. So anyway, uh, let's start verse 33. This is Exodus 40, verse 33. Then he erected the enclosure surrounding the tent and the altar and set up the curtain at the door of the entrance of the enclosure. So at last, Moses finished the work. Notice they put it all together. It was all put together. Now remember, what's so funny is we, it, today when they try to hit this, they'll say, well, Moses, 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 Moses. No, it was the Lord told Moses. The Lord told Moses. The Lord told Moses. Remember, Moses wasn't that slick of a dude. He didn't want to do any of this. You'll see him lose his temper several times. Okay. Even later, because the people are like, Man, the sons of Korah came in there and said, well, who do you think you are? I mean, God talks to us just way he talks to you. Boy, Moses and Aaron fell down at their feet, fell down, and they knew, oh, man. But Moses got real hot. He told the Lord, he said, I never took a, I never took a donkey from these guys. And Moses said, don't answer their prayers. <laughs> I mean, Moses was mad. <laughs> anyway, he said, okay, in the morning, you clowns, you bring your censors out there, and you stand over there, and we'll just see who's, who's working for the Lord. Oh, man, it was horrible. That's when the ground... Opened up and those guys fell in it. That's a myth. Eh, what a myth. Okay. So anyway, then the cloud covered the tabernacle. The glory of the Lord filled it. Moses was not able to enter because the cloud was standing there. And the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Now remember, this same cloud and fire by night and uh, cloud by day, had, it never left. It's been there. It's been there since they left. That's what blocked Pharaoh from them in the, uh, when, in the earlier part of Exodus here when they were trying to cross the Red Sea or get through it. All right, whenever the cloud lifted and moved, the people of Israel moved, uh, journeyed for onward, followed. But if the cloud stayed, they stayed until it moved. The cloud rested upon the tabernacle during the daytime, and at night there was fire in the cloud so that all the people of Israel could see it. Wow. Look at that. This continued throughout all their journeys. Now, guess what? The bad guys saw this, too. They were looking, the ones in the promised land are going, oh, no. <laughs> they knew what that was. And yet, the ten, and we're getting to the chapter of Exodus. This is it. So you click here and you go, that's the last verse, all one story. Well, I'm going to skip Leviticus because this is just details about uh, what the Levites are supposed to do. Let me get all the way, let's go to Numbers, except I want to back up the latter part of the 27th chapter of Leviticus here. Uh, let's see. 
These are the commandments the Lord gave Moses for the people of Israel. Look at this. On Mount Sinai. They're still there. All right, so here we go straight into Numbers. It was the 15th day of April on the second year after the Israelis left Egypt that the Lord issued the following instructions to Moses. Now look, we've got a timeline. Where are we? Well, I just read my Bible. I just pick a spot. Well, fine, but you're probably going to need a little help understanding where you are. This is totally history, okay? The 15th day of an event that you don't even know what happened. Well, thank God we do. They left Egypt. That's when it, Pharaoh and all that bunch was killed, and they went through the Red Sea, okay? And, uh, uh, and then they get to Mount Sinai, okay? So this was the 15th day of the second year. So what does that mean? A year. They left on the Passover, because that's, that's what started it was a Passover. So it's just been a year and a month, okay, basically. Take a census of all the men 20 years and older who are able to go to war. Well, we don't believe in no war. Thankfully, we're all students of the Scriptures, and we know better. We don't fall for that. But you know, the Bible says that, uh, well, we'll get to it in a minute. <clears throat> Take a census of all the men 20 years and older. Now, let's think, let's, let's think what he just said. The men 20 years and older. Okay, so not everybody. It's just the men. Now, what did he say? What was the, the stipulation? Able to go to war. Indicating their tribe and family. You and Aaron are to direct the project, assisted by these leaders from each tribe. Well, here's the 12 tribes. No, these were sons of Jacob, Reuben, Simeon. But we're not going to pay attention to the names there. You can see the names. Eliab, whatever, Gamaliel. Okay, all these. So here we go. Verse 16. These were the tribal leaders elected from among the people. On the same day, time frame, time frame. It's not like, oh, what's so spiritual about this? What's the hidden meaning here? Let's call Tom Hanks and whatever and make a movie. A baloney. The heavens declare the glory of God. It's not a secret. There's only one Messiah. Jesus said, I am he, you know. What if you don't believe I am he? He said, you're going to die in your sins. So we've got this figured out. On the same day, Aaron and Moses and the above-named leaders summoned all the men of Israel who were 20 years old and older to come and register each man according to his family, the Lord had commanded. Now let's keep this in, in context. Exodus, we just got out from under Pharaoh, okay? The tabernacle is built. What was that for? Nobody was in school, Sunday school. Nobody was in church. They didn't remember. They said, Moses said, yeah, who am I going to tell them the God is when you say the God of our fathers? You know, which God is what he said. Which God? He said, well, you tell them the sovereign God. I am, I am. So that was the purpose of this tabernacle because, and they could actually see, you know, the glory of God right there. And so now we're ready to move. Where are they going to go? We're going to the promised land, which is only an 11-day trip to get there. So it was really important to get all this information together that they had and how they were supposed to operate with, with the high priests and stuff like this. It was not to make life difficult. If you worshipped other gods, phew, it went down fast. It didn't take no time. If you think of yourself when you backslid a little bit, how much time did you let rip before you got back to reading your Bible? Some of us have went a long time. Some of us like maybe a month, two months, a year, three or four, ten years. You can let things slip. And that's the story of all these things, why these are so important. Okay, so here they go. But when they got together, notice here's the, here's the totals. Wow, now these are men that could go to war. 46,000 from Reuben, Simeon, 59,000, Gad, 45. See the numbers? All the way to Joseph, and Joseph, uh, two children that he had when he was second to Pharaoh. All right, coat of many colors. Notice that. There's your grand total. Where did he get them numbers from? I don't know why. It's all made up. Again, we are indicting ourselves with a problem here. We're claiming that these numbers are so. Yeah, it's because they were so. 
Now look at this. This total does not include the Levites. For the Lord had said to Moses, exempt the entire tribe of Levi from the draft. Whoop, I know this. I've seen the movie. That's the reason I don't watch those movies. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Well, I'm a person of the cloth. I will not touch a weapon. Oh, brother. The people of the cloth were armed. When they got out, when Moses and them, they got out, uh, they were, uh, there was one incident that, um, it's actually the book of Numbers. Oh, it's going to happen later. But there was one that was prior to that. But anyway, uh, oh, I know, when they made the stupid calf. Moses, uh, Moses up on the mountain. People down below the mountain, we don't know what happened to Moses. He's gone. Make us a what? A God. What? Aaron made him a God. Told everybody to give him an earring. They all had gold and silver when they left. They were dirt broke, but when they left, they got the, that's when the Lord take care of you. The Lord, the Lord didn't say, I want that money for me now. That was their money. It was their money. Okay. So they make a cow while Moses is on top of the mountain. Anyway, they start worshiping this cow. Anyway, Aaron's got some sons, you know, Eliab and Eliezer and Abihu and one of them. Anyway, uh, so when Moses comes down, remember that's when he breaks the Ten Commandments. Ah! What are you clowns doing? Okay. One of the priest's sons, one of Aaron's sons, took a sword. Why? I'm a person of the cloth. No, buddy. I mean, he ran through there and he killed all the ones that were committing the crimes. Whatever. Man. And then one of those sons did it again. Later, pinned a Moabite girl to one of the, uh, one of the Jewish guys, one tribe of whatever, Reuben. Because they were having wild parties with the Moabites when they were on their way to the promised land. And what was happening was the plague was, I mean, the, the plague, it was wiping out the Israelites. And what happened, the pride, one of the pre, Eliezer was his name. He ran in there and boy, he pinned that girl, he pinned that guy and that girl. And anyway, it stopped the plague. Say, Richard, I don't understand that. Yes, you do. Read the data, follow close to it. You can follow what's going on. God's holy. Okay, and you're going to see them up. But anyway, uh, this this junk, shall we say? Well, we got to exempt the Levites from the draft because uh, before we go to the next, I want to show you something right here. Let's go to First Chronicles. Chronicles would mean history, right? I just happen to know where this is. Okay, uh, you would have found this out too. Uh, let's see, twelve Chronicles. Look at they're, they're keeping a list here. Wow, this is that. Look at the famous warriors who joined David. Wow. Uh, let's go down and start verse 22. Look at this. Da, 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 da. Look at this. Okay. More men joined David almost every day until he had a tremendous army. The army of people who, oh, I'm not going to touch your weapon. Here's your pastor. I'm packing. Okay. <clears throat> not worried about y'all. Okay. But, but notice this. He had a tremendous army. Notice it's called the army of, well, it's Patton's group and all the retrobates and, you know, and glorious, whatever. You've heard that movie, you know. No, this was the Lord's army. Now watch this. Here's the registration of the recruits that joined David. See, they were all anxious to see David king instead of Saul. Just as the Lord said, what happened? Judah, 8,000 troops. Okay, now this is 500 years later than what we're looking at this morning. From the tribe of Simeon. This is First Chronicles 12, by the way. Now notice this. Oh, you can already see it. The tribe of Simeon, 7.1. Uh, Levites, 4.6. Uh, look at this. 27 from the, well, I'm not, I don't touch a weapon. No. Listen, your Lord and Savior, who is the high priest today, is coming with a sword. Amen. In Revelation, he's coming with a sword. 
He's going to use it too. Okay. And besides, remember, put on the whole armor of God. Didn't say put on the whole armor of your best military guy, well, Patton, whatever. He's a member of the church, but we, we don't like to talk about that. But in case we need to call him out, get the armor of God out. We're dealing with that old serpent called, you know, he's a dragon. Hello, dragon. Oh, okay. From the priest descendants of Aaron, there were 3,700 troops under the command of Zadok. Well, he must have been a whirly dude. Well, wait a minute. And a young man of unusual courage, courage in Jehoiada. He had 22 members in his family were officers of the... Well, Richard, it's your Bible. You, you, you have a funny Bible. Oh, please. Your Bible's the same one. Same one. The fighting priest. Wow. Amazing. Okay, let's go back to numbers. So, here we are at these numbers again. All these people... He said, get the, get the count of everybody. And remember, we just said exempt. Now watch this. We're going to find out why the Levites were exempted. It was not the war. Why not? I have a problem with war. No. They were not ever going to have a problem with war because they were going to conquer no matter what. Now watch. Here's, here's how it shows it. The Levites, notice this, don't include their numbers in the census. For the Levites are assigned for their work connected with the tabernacle and its transportation. I just do church work. Hang on, let's get the history. Remember, God is so involved in this. His cloud is right there. Moses couldn't even go in there. Lord, I'm trying to get in there and talk to you. Can't get in there right now. It's called the glory of God. Okay. Notice this. They were to live near the tabernacle. Now, don't go to sleep now. Watch this. And whenever the tabernacle was moved, the Levites are to take down and set it up again. Anyone else touching it shall be executed. Wow. Okay. It's not like, well, it's my property or whatever. No. There's a reason. Let's keep watching. Now watch this. Each tribe of Israel shall have a separate camping area with its own flag. Hey! Sigma Nu, Pi Cap, whatever. No, whatever. All right, the Levites' tents shall be clustered, here you go, around the tabernacle as a wall between the people of Israel. Look at that. And God's wrath. If you don't think that the, the sin of Adam or your sins today matter, it does. The soul that sinneth shall surely die. The wages of sin is death. Yeah, but Richard, I know I goof up all the time. Yeah, well, these people were goofing up all the time too. But what was happening here? The Levites, who are representatives of the priest. Praise the Lord. Do you see how important Jesus is to you? Thank God we got Jesus. He's gone into the heavenly holies of holies for you. He has got you away from the wrath of God. Well, what's so, I don't understand what's wrong with God. I mean, God just needs to go to anger management. It's worse than that. Our, what we have inherited from Adam, when Adam blew it, it will incinerate you and I in the presence of God, but not anymore because of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Now, we're not going to get into type and shadows. This has nothing to do with type and shadow. We can just see that based on what I just said here. But this was the purpose of the Levites. It wasn't like, well, they, they just have a problem getting involved in war. No, they don't have a problem. They have no problem whatsoever. They were all armed anyway. The Levites, they're clustered around the tabernacle as a wall between the people of Israel and God's wrath. Look at that. To protect them from his fierce anger against their sins. Oh, 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 oh what'd they do? Listen, it was a continual mistakes. Remember, you bear the image of Adam's sin. It was a continual thing. That's the reason there was a daily sacrifice and an evening sacrifice. And guess what? The blood of Jesus today is enough to cover all of us all the time. You're going to make mistakes. But see, sometimes this is where condemnation comes in the church. We try to tell them, well, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Well, yes, you are, but you're still going to make some mistakes. We're trying not to. And the Lord will help you. Matter of fact, the only way you're not going to make a mistake is going to be through Jesus. 
but we can go, all of a sudden, we can get preached under total condemnation. We've got a church on top of Brindley Mountain up there with bumper stickers on it that says, if you sin, you're not saved. That is crazy. Yeah, great. You and your church can just hold it that way, but we're going to stick with the Scriptures here. Praise the Lord. This was to keep His fierce anger against their sins. Man, praise the Lord. All right, anyway. So... All these instructions of the Lord were put into effect. Now, that's chapter 1. We probably won't get all the way to 5. But anyway, now one thing we got from this was the Levites, uh, they've got a place they're supposed to stay together. The other groups were. Now, watch. Here comes, here's these different groups. The Lord gave these further instructions to Moses and Aaron. Each tribe shall have their own tent area. You guys stay over here. And, you got, and it was really neat. You've got a, the tabernacles right here, let's say, and you've got this group here, three, three tribes here, three tribes here, three tribes here, three tribes here. And when we march on, these tribes are going to go first, this tribe will go next, the tabernacle goes in the middle, and then this one goes, and this one follows up. That's what we'll see here. The Lord gave further instructions to Moses and Aaron. Remember, where are they going? See, if you just pick, oh, I'm just going to read the Bible. You'd miss this. You'd be like, what's all this? They're on their way to the promised land, and they're going to go marching straight in, except for we know what happened in, what, Numbers 13? We can't go in because of the giants. Oh, gee. Now, we could have done that too. We could have been just as guilty. But in the midst of what we knew happened with Pharaoh and everything, and remember Caleb and Joshua said, let's go get it now. We can go get it. The Lord's with us. And the people in the Holy Land were going, they were already scared out of their gourd. But unbelief ruined it for this group right here. Okay. So here's he, so notice what he says. Judah and Issachar and Zebulun, this is Numbers chapter 2. They're on the east side, next to Judah, next to Issachar. There's three over there. All right, skip down here. So the total of Judah's side of the camp was 186.4. You can add that up from chapter 1. Notice this. On the Judah side of the camp, oh, we just read, excuse me. These tribes led the way whenever Israel traveled to a new campsite. Okay. Anyway, then you've got on the south side, makes sense. The total number was 151,000. Okay, these three were next in line when they moved. Next in line of the march was the tabernacle. Okay, so you've got the east side and what was it, the south side, and then now the tabernacle is going to move. All right, and they're traveling. Each tribe is supposed to stay under its own flag just as it was separate in other camps. Now, notice Moses didn't say do this. The Lord said do this. So anyway, then you've got the south side. The south side was 108. They were next in line. Then you had Dan, Asher, and Naphtali, and they brought up the rear. So the total on Dan's side was 157,000. They brought up the rear. In summary, the armies of Israel totaled 6150, not including the, not including uh, the Levites. Why? Because they were exempted. Why? Because they were, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, wherever you were, you won. You won. In a few chapters, I don't, I don't think we'll get to it, but... Uh, Two or three chapters later, we're getting there. Moses is going to say, uh, by the way, well, not Moses, I did it wrong. The Lord's going to say, make two trumpets, two trumpets, blow these trumpets for assembly. Different blasts will mean different things. Also, take these trumpets with you to battle. Every time you blow these trumpets, guess what? You'll beat the pulp out of your enemies. He didn't say, well, you might. No, you blow these trumpets, you'll wipe them out. Praise the Lord. Blow the trumpet in Zion, Zion. Yeah. Glory. No, that's the end of this chapter. So the people of Israel set up their camps, each under its own banner, in the locations indicated by Moses. All right, chapter 3. Numbers, numbers, numbers. That's what this is. At this time, when the Lord spoke to Moses on Mount Sinai, Aaron's sons were Nadab, Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar. They were all anointed as priests and set apart to minister the tabernacle. But, see, there's that same story. Holds, holds, holds true what happened in Exodus. Nadab and Abihu, they died before the Lord in the wilderness when they used unholy fire. 
Well, I kind of think the Lord will like this. He won't mind. Yeah, it did too. It mattered. Remember, make these things, the book of Hebrews says, after the patterns of the heavens. Well, they came in with another pattern. Well, we kind of thought this was cool. We did this in Egypt to the sun god. Uh-oh. Anyway, they died before the Lord in the wilderness of Sinai when they used unholy fire. Since they had no children, this left only two other boys, okay, to assist their father Aaron. Now remember, Aaron's descendants were the priests. They're the ones that handled the blood and the offerings and stuff like that. The rest of the Levites, they were to carry, do other portions of that work, but not, not to go in before the presence of the Lord. Then the Lord said to Moses, summon the tribe of Levi and present them to Aaron and his sons. Now, whoa, 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 what's up here? Remember, we already took a census of everybody else. Well, the men who go to war. Call all the Levites together. Really? Look at this. They will, uh, they're going to be Aaron's assistants. They will follow instructions to perform the sacred duties at the tabernacle on behalf of all the people of Israel. Notice this, on behalf of, on behalf of. Oh, my God, we need to pay the preacher. We've got to do this, whatever. Listen, Jesus has been well paid. When you gave your trust in Jesus, he's well paid. He's paid off, shall you say. He is going to assist you. He's going to help you. You're going to be fine. Totally fine. And you want your totally fine to line up with what the Scripture says, totally fine. I mean, everything you put your hand to prospers. If it's not, then do what you're supposed to do, which is pray. Lord, not why is this not working, but Lord, help it get this thing to work in Jesus' name. All right, here we go. So anyway, they will follow his instructions. This is Numbers 3, verse 7 and 8. To perform the sacred duties on behalf of all the people of Israel. They are assigned to him as representatives to all the people of Israel. However, only Aaron and his sons may carry out the duties of the priesthood. Anyone else who presumes this office shall be, ex- shall be executed. The Lord said to Moses, I accept the Levites. Now watch this. This is interesting. Talk about firstborn, your firstborn son. Actually goes all the way down to animals too. The firstborn always belongs to the Lord. I don't care who you are. My son will be Dustin. Dustin belongs to the Lord. Bummer. No, it's not a Bummer. Watch what happens here. The Lord's going to swap my son for all the Levites. Okay? Because remember, he killed all... Here, it tells the story. I've accepted the Levites in substitution for all the oldest sons of the people in Israel. The Levites are mine. In exchange for all the oldest sons from the day I killed all the oldest sons in Egypt. See, if you jumped in, they say, well, God, well, you got... Read Exodus. They were killing us. I'll bless those that bless you. I'll curse those that curse you. They were... Killing God's people. And God went in and rescued them. Praise the Lord. All right, I took all the firstborn in Israel, both men and animals. They are mine. I'm Jehovah. Well, what do I do? <clears throat> Remember, God never called us to jump in the fire. No, 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 no. Never. The Lord now spoke to Moses at the Sinai Peninsula, telling him, take a census of the tribe of Levi. Now, this is interesting. Watch the math here. So now you take a census of all the tribe of Levi, each person's clan, count every male down to one month old. Now watch what happens here. So Moses did. And here's all the clans uh, their responsibilities. The responsibility of the two clans were to care for the tabernacle. It's covering, it's drapes, it's whatever. I mean, all these details, the ropes. Yeah, a real place. This was Levi's son, Kohath. All right. His responsibilities were what? Care of the ark. Was there an ark? Yes. Gen- what, Exodus 18, 19, make it this way. Yeah, angels over top of it, covered with gold. The table, the lampstand, the altars, various utensils, the tabernacle, the veil, any repairs. Uh, Eliezer's Aaron's son shall be the chief administrator of this thing. Okay, then there was Levi's son, Marari, and his, there was 6,200 in there. They were supposed to do this, okay? They carried the post and the bases and the courtyard. To pit. Remember, this is the portable thing. We're going to the promised land. 
The east area was reserved for the tents of Moses and Aaron and his sons, who had final responsibility for the tabernacle on behalf of the people of Israel. Anyone who was not a priest or Levite but came into the tabernacle, boy, got it executed. All right, here we go. Watch this. 39. Remember, God owns the firstborn, but he's going to take the Levites in the case of my son, or if you're the firstborn son and you're not a Levite. He's going to take the Levites. So all the Levites, as numbered by Moses, remember, all the way down to one month old, 22,000. Now watch this. Then the Lord said to him, take a census of all the eldest sons in Israel. Well, now everybody, all the firstborn sons. What's the number? Uh, the Levites shall be mine. I'm Jehovah as substitutes for the sons of Israel. Okay, we got that. The Levites' cattle are mine as substitutes for the firstborn cattle of the whole nation. Moses took a census of all the eldest uh, sons. Now remember this number right here, 22,000. Okay, then he took a census of all the boys, the firstborn boys, in Israel, found the number, what was this? 22,273. We got a few more than there are Levites to cover everybody. The Lord said, give me the Levites instead of the eldest sons. Give me the cattle of the Levites instead of the firstborn cattle of the people of Israel. Yes, the Levites shall be mine. I'm Jehovah. To redeem the 273. So we had a few more Israelites than we did Levites. What did he say, dude? To redeem the eldest sons in excess, five dollars each one of his sons. Now remember, Moses didn't come up with this. This is where he messed up. Well, it's all about money. It's all about money. Oh, brother, you're going to be singing the song in the book of Malachi. What good is it to, to bless the Lord? I mean, come on, man. The windows of heaven are opened up. He pours out a blessing on you. There's not enough room to receive it. Praise the Lord. This stuff is true. And that's just an excuse to not read the Bible if you start thinking, oh, it's about the money. Because when you watch Jesus, Jesus never took up an offering. Mm -mm, never did. What about money? Boy, I tell you what, he had a campaign to take care of. Wow. And he just paid for it out of his own pocket. Just <clears throat> fed to 4,000, fed to 5,000. Man. Moses received the redemption money for the 23, I mean, the 273 eldest Israel who were in excess of the Levites. All the others were redeemed because the Levites had, given, had been given to the Lord in their place. So in other words, the 22,000 were already covered, but there was this excess of 273 at $5 a pop. The money came to $1,300. Moses gave it to, his, to Aaron and his sons. He commanded, boy, I'd have left that out. This stuff was missed. I'd have left that out. I don't know about that money stuff. Nope, really happened. Then the Lord said to Moses, take a census of the Kohath division of the Levite tribe. This census will be all the male, 30 to 50, who work in the tabernacle. Oh, these are their sacred duties. Oh, brother, I got work to do? Yeah. Now, remember what these guys were doing? They were separating us from the wrath of God. I mean, there's work going on right now that Jesus has already he's performed it all on our behalf. It's, mm, okay. When the camp moves, Aaron and his sons will go into the tabernacle first and take down the veil and cover the ark with it. Then they'll cover the veil with goatskin leather, uh, cover, the go cover the goat skins with a blue cloth, and carrying the, the, the poles of the ark in their rings. Next, they must uh, spread the blue cloth over the table where the bread of the presence is displayed. Isn't that neat? Bread of the presence. It's really, we have a table here. We're trying to, in remembrance of me, this kind of stuff, you know. And the lamp was always there. It was like, God's there. Well, look, you'd see a big cloud in the, in, in the daytime, and at nighttime, it'd be awesome fire above it as well. Okay, the pl uh, place the dishes, spoons, bowls, cups, and the bread on the cloth. They will spread a scarlet cloth over that. And finally, covering the goat skin leather on the t uh, top of the scarlet cloth, they shall insert carrying poles into the table. Now, it's interesting. 500 years later, this ark was captured, remember, by the Philistines. Anyway, 
They got it halfway back. And then when David became king, he knew where it was, and he wanted to get it back. So he sent some guys down there to go get it. And David was having a great time getting the heart back. Well, he had a couple of his army guys, I'm sure, to tote that thing. Anyway, when they were toting it, it started to fall over. And one of them, I'm sure, was one of David's friends that reached up there and touched it. And boy, he perished. What's up with all that? Well, what's up with all this? you got carrying poles. Nobody's supposed to touch this except for the priest and the Levites. Why? Because it separates us from the wrath of God. Wow. See, and we're really about out of time here. Let me, let me, we're already at numbers four, aren't we? Let me just, let me just zip over here to, uh, oh, let's go to John. You know, John 3, 16, you remember that? God's little world, he gave his only begotten son. Whoever believes in him should not perish. Look at this. God loved the world so much he gave his only son that anyone who believes in him should not, they go perish. I can't touch that thing. Yeah, well, see, it's not just your physical death here. God did not send his, work, his son into the world. Look at this, to condemn it. See, God was after redeeming us. That's what he, look at this. Look at this. There's no eternal doom awaiting for those who trust him to save them. But those who don't trust him have already been tried and condemned for not believing in the son of God. The sentence is based on, uh, anyway, uh, based on, anyway, based on this fact, they, they just don't want anything to do with him. Now, let me skip to another spot. I want to go to the book of Romans just a moment. Romans 5, and look at verse 9. Oops, there was 5. Here we go. By sending his blood, he died, no, he did this for all us as sinners. Wow. How much more will he do for us now that he's declared us not guilty? Now he will save us, look at this, from all of God's wrath to come. See, as Christians, we start believing all kinds of fairy tales and all kinds of, we think there's a secret place where God's going to really be ticked off one day. He's not. I mean, all you had to do is look at the structure when they came out of Egypt. God said, put the Levites around the tabernacle. This will keep the wrath of God away from all the rest of the people. These guys will operate as servants to work in this tabernacle. What do we have to work for? Because sacrifices had to be made. Okay? Daily sacrifices to keep this wrath off of us. Praise the Lord. Look at this. From all God's wrath to, I'm going to call it future. That's what we're afraid of today. If we don't watch it. We get scared out of our boots. Oh, 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 you'll meet your maker. Praise the Lord, I want to meet my maker. Glory to God. There's another good one in 1 Thessalonians 5.9. I just happen to know that 5.9 here. It's a 5.9 to 5.9. Let's catch this one right here. Uh, look at this one. For God, look at this. God has not chosen, for God has not chosen to pour out his anger upon us, but to save us through Jesus Christ. I mean, through our Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, Wow. Let me switch this to the, to, the, to the King James just a moment. That's verse 9. This is a letter written to 1 Thessalonians. Awful small. Very, very small. Every one of us has got emails that last a whole lot longer than this. So you had found this out. God has not appointed us to wrath. Praise the Lord. Man. Now there's a 1-9 I happen to know. Let's go back to this one. We're right close. Right here. First of the letter. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing fine. We're doing this over here. And oh, hey, by the way, they showed themselves what manner of entering witnesses and how you turn. Let's see, where is it? Oh, here it is, right there. And to wait for his son from heaven. Look at that. Look at that. There it is. To wait for his son from heaven. In other words, we're here to wait on Jesus to come back, who's raised from the dead, even Jesus, which delivered us from the wrath to come. And we got Christians today who won't even read the book of Revelation. 
It's gonna be me. No, it's not you. Good grief. Quit listening to Hollywood for crying out loud. Book of Revelation is your savior. Hallelujah. Look at this. The book of Revelation, Jesus Christ, God gave him to show unto his servants the things must, which certainly must come to pass. Now, these things are going to happen. And I, he's basically said, I saw this. It's going to happen. Okay. Now, notice what he says in verse 3. He didn't say, scared out of your boots is he that reads. No, blessed is he that reads. Praise the Lord. That picture comes out of the third chapter of Revelation. I stand at the door and knock. Now, let me see. Does he look like he's got a face of wrath? Has he got a whip on him somewhere too? Because I've got a picture of him clearing out the temple and he's like this, you know, and that's a, this one here don't look like it. And when you read the story, of the, actually the note, it's an email, and we'll just look at it before we stop, and then we've got to stop. Blessed is he that reads. Wow. Notice, oh, uh, he says, write these things down. Well, we write something we don't ever read. You know, you, every one of us in this room could read Revelation tonight. Take your living Bible and it won't slow you up so much because you'll be used to the Alabama language. You won't have to mess with the these and the thous and the wilts and the whatevers. Okay, uh, look at this. He said, under the angel of, no, okay, under the angel of this church, th- there's seven churches here, but I want to catch this last part when he finishes what he says. Yeah, look at this. Ah. Uh, he that hath an ear, uh, I got ears. I can see Aaron's. He's around the front row. I can see some other people's ears. Okay, Melody's are covered with her hair, but she's got ears. He that's got an ear, let him hear. Wow! Notice he said, "What I'll do." The tree of life. Now let's get to this one. We'll stop right here. Three. What is it? Three twenty-four. Uh, not three twenty-four. Revelation three oh eighteen. Excuse me. No, three twenty. Excuse me. Get my number right. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice, I'll come in and I'll beat the poop out of him. No, I'll come in and sup with him and he with me. Let's switch this to the Living Bible just a second. Verse 20. Look, I've been standing at the door. (laughs) Mercy. I'm constantly knocking. Praise the Lord. (gasps) Yeah, but who's going to stand before me? Because, oh God, he knows my mistakes. He's not worried about your mistakes. He spilt his blood for you. He wants you to just trust that he's taking care of all that. Wow. If anyone hears me calling him and opens the door, I'll come in and fellowship with him. Can you imagine that? Yeah, let's take a stroll, he says. Let's go across the Tennessee River. Well, I don't have a boat. No, we ain't going to need one. <laughs> yeah, but what about a job? I'm having trouble with my job. Don't worry about your job. Moses said, I'm no order. And the Lord says, I'll be with you. I'll tell you what to say. Praise the Lord. Father, we just thank you for your word today. We just, we just thank you that this stuff is history. These things took place and there were reasons for what you did there. And, and Father, they were on the way to the promised land. And we just thank you that, that you just made provision all the way. Praise the Lord. So there's provision for us today, no matter what we're faced with. If we're not feeling good in our bodies today, Lord, you'll take care of that. Praise the Lord. If we're struggling financially, you'll fix that. And if it's something else, well, what does it matter? Praise the Lord. You'll fix that too because you're our God. And so that doesn't leave anything left but for us to go tell others what you're doing in our lives and tell them about Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Okay. Amen. Praise the Lord. Okay.